Hey, what's going on? Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm a photographer. I'm based in the Northwest, and I try and shoot a lot of uh, a lot of landscape work. If you're familiar with this podcast, maybe you're familiar with some of those photographs. As it as it turns out, I think. According to my uh, my statistics, there's about 17 people <laughs> that uh, that seem to download this file on the regular. So that probably means you subscribe to the RSS. That could be uh, fake pings or tags or uh, fake downloads or just my devices, <laughs> my my other iPad downloading the file a second time. Maybe that's all it is. But um, but yeah, wow, 17 people. You know, actually, um, whoever it is that's listening to this on Pocket Casts, howdy. Thanks a lot for checking out my podcast. I know it's not me, so um, I don't know. I see like a couple of Android things that come through, and uh, what is it? It's like nine percent downloads on uh, on Pocket Cast. There's like eighteen to twenty percent on iTunes, and then it seems like it's like a surprising amount. It's like fifty percent. There's like a, there's a bunch of little ones, like you know, little app, other podcast apps and stuff. But the big one is just other. I don't know what that one is. Maybe that's link clicks or web plays or or some other kind of thing, or just spam in general, just some kind of generic ping onto the RSS feed that doesn't actually end up going anywhere. I don't know, but that's what I noticed. So thanks to whoever it is that has that uh, Android phone that wanted to listen to this Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Today I'm on a drive. I am heading up into the mountains right now. I'm going to be checking the forest for some chanterelle mushrooms. I'm trying to see if uh, it's like November 6th. I'm trying to figure out if it has frozen out here up in the hillside. And that's that's kind of one of the, well, that's just the end of the season, right? Like if you're, if you're into gardening stuff at all, like I think uh, you guys probably figure the frost is sort of the thing that you look for uh, in the almanac and when it's coming uh, in your region or your, your district of, of agricultural growth. I don't know, there's some whole scheme of it that they've been thinking of for, for hundreds of years of how to farm and when stuff happens. And it turns out to be pretty important, but as the frost goes per your elevation, I think that uh, that's when the freeze comes to settle in, that's when you lose a lot of the, the growth of you know, your, the crop that you're growing. So the same kind of works for uh, these chanterelle mushrooms up here. I think once it starts to freeze, they get really slimy in their growth and then they stop, stop growing. So you kind of want that like wet, warm I guess warm by plant standards but it seems kind of cold but above freezing wet and moist and uh, kind of cycling warm and wet and moist uh, for a while but yeah I think that's why you get that that end of October or you know probably most of the month of October is the, is the better time to do some chanterelle picking stuff way too dry at the beginning of September still way too summertime like not wet enough at that time of year uh, at least up here for for some of the stuff that's not directly on that coastal line. I think you get better better seasonality on the coast, as it were. But I'm driving up here. I got a couple things to talk about today as it goes for photo stuff, photo marketing, business marketing stuff. I don't know, you know just the, the regular stuff that I've been trying to work on. The main one, the thing that I've been uh, spending a bit of time on was LinkedIn networking. Do you guys use LinkedIn? I use LinkedIn a bit. But I really don't use LinkedIn. I think I just kind of manage having a LinkedIn account. But I'm not really sure I'm getting any uh, any true value out of that as it stands right now. So I uh, don't know if what I'm doing is really going to get me a ton of value. But I'm trying to expand my network of connections, my professional connections online. And, uh, you know, in the past when I'd done this, I'd actually gotten jobs just from cold connecting to 
different people in sort of a, an industry field that might have some work for me. Like I did that with uh, real estate agents. I suppose if you're an out of work photographer and you're listening to this and you want to try and uh, want to try and do a real estate gig, take photos of a house property for some underperforming real estate agent in your local area, some nutty 55 year old who can't use email, uh, but I guess can use LinkedIn. Well, you know, I don't know. This is what I ended up with is uh, someone who can use link- LinkedIn but cannot use email. So I, uh, I did like a ton of uh, real estate agents or real estate related job titles and I just kind of connected with them and I did that for a few hours a day for a couple days, right? And I got a, I got a ping back, you know, someone contacted me and said, hey, I saw some of your work, I wanna do, I have this thing, I need you to shoot this event, it would pay 200 bucks and I needed 200 bucks right then. It was probably lower than uh, the day rates of other photographers but I'm really just trying to put some pieces together, you know what I mean? And uh, right now, like cash is cash, business, in relationship to photographs is business for photographs. So that's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to what I was trying to jump on and, and of course what I'm still trying to do. But it's it's kind of a weird thing jumping into LinkedIn and trying to get work from it or trying to get participation of other people. It's definitely a situation uh, where folks are trying to get more value than what they're really trying to give. And I think that's always kind of the nature of networking and it's really just the ugly part of it where it seems to sort of fall apart um, is that is that the the individuals sort of always want the more of it and I don't really know how to change that uh, as it goes for or you know at least my experience of it from when I'm trying to contact with these people I think it's really just a, sort of a quick way of weeding some people out in a sense or you know weeding people that aren't really as sophisticated or as astute in their 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 I don't know, relationship building or networking skill or something like that. But I get a lot of uh, these sort of spammy uh, automated emails that come back at me that uh, just sort of have some generic unnamed opportunity that I could participate in that isn't work, but it's something I could own. And you're like, what is what is this? Who's talking to me about this? Is this some guy that's my age that's had no jobs? Hmm. I don't know about this. So <laughs> there's a few of those things that seem to pop up every once in a while um, with, uh, with the connections that I'm making. But what I've been doing is I, I jumped on, I got the app, uh, the LinkedIn iPhone app, and I went into the network se- section and I kind of type in uh, professions, so like other photographers, other producers, art directors, uh, art agencies, uh, things like that that are up and down the West Coast or just, just period in the United States. I'm trying to connect with those more. And really right now I'm just going through and I'm adding people like gangbusters right I'm just trying to add a thousand people per sitting sort of a thing and then figure 10% of those might uh, might connect back in in a timely fashion more of that would probably come over the next day or two but uh, but it, if you're if you're new to LinkedIn I guess there's a few kind of things to do at the beginning that, that are a bit of a start I think that part of it's like trying to get up to 500 connections I think once you have more than a few hundred connections you have a few more abilities like I, I I've seen this on a few social networks that if you have a really fresh account or it's not really developed, they kind of want you to put in some effort, put in some work and some time before you just go spam a thousand connections. Oh, and what is that? You have to have a connection to the person first, right? So what I'd done for a while, like maybe a year ago or so, is I really tried to build out my network to about 5,000. I think I was at like the 4500 area for a long time and you know it was fine or 
I think maybe about 10% of that that total number actually sees a post that I would uh, that I produce. Um, so it works pretty well. But what I'm trying to do now is trying to expand that, stretch it out, build it probably closer to like 10,000 or so. You know, if it's just this easy, I think I'm I'm close to 7,000. So that's up almost a thousand connections just in the last day. And uh, so this makes it much, much easier to, to try and produce that stuff uh, in sort of a, a quick amount of time. But I think that part of uh, building, like I was talking about last week, building distribution, uh, building audience and network of people that get to see, and then sort of also trying to figure out what is the, the, the value of that? Is there an arbitrage? Uh, which is a word I didn't really understand for a long time. I don't know. Is there a, build, is there a trade of value in the thing that I'm actually working on? Sometimes, sometimes it seems like there is. Sometimes it seems like it builds over a pretty long, slow amount of time. Um, but yeah, the podcasting stuff, the photo stuff, the business stuff, the advertising stuff, the networking—it's uh, kind of coming together. It's been fun, and uh, I've been feeling pretty motivated with it the last uh, last couple of weeks. You know, it's been cool on the content side. I was talking about the Facebook ads and that stuff uh, last week. I'm trying to figure out a better, longer-lasting strategy for that stuff too. Like, um, like what I spent, I don't know, 40 bucks last week on just a couple posts. And I was noticing that uh, kind of comes back to this idea I remember from evolution, right? There's a theory of evolution, but uh, which sort of says that uh, there's a uniformitarianism in the universe where things progress slowly over a long period of time and those changes are implemented ge- generationally. You know, small incremental changes over a long period of generations. A challenge to that idea, follow me on this, I know it goes back to photography and media in a minute, and advertising on Facebook, a challenge to the idea of, uh, of, of that notion of uniformitarianism in evolution was punctuated, punctuated equilibrium, where things are nearly equal almost the whole time, and then there's some punctuated event that makes things unequal all of a sudden, and that's the period, that's the time of change, where things are at a stasis of equilibrium, and then at a punctuated moment in time, lots of things change all at one time. I think it's like what's explained at the the first scene in in X-Men, like the one from 1999, when there's some accelerated change in the genome. It's all science fiction at that point, but uh, the punctuated equilibrium idea is it comes back into advertising and networking stuff. It's kind of noticing that that uh, some pieces of content, some and this is what Facebook's for. Some pieces of content work better and scale better to an audience than other pieces. Things are liked more than other things. So I'm trying to go through and pick a few of the photographs that would respond best as an advertisement or as an advertised boosted piece of content to a larger audience. Uh, and go through and kind of be a little specific about like, is it is it the portfolio images I have? Do people seem to like this kind of star photo a lot more or this kind of photo with a person in it a lot more? Uh, I don't know, just kind of interesting stuff. It seems like uh, there's a few little pieces that people hook on to and, uh, and kind of grab on to as, as far as content goes. So it's sort of interesting when uh, uh, you're just kind of thinking about that, figuring, trying to figure out what works a little better. Oh, can you believe it? They've locked the gate that I uh, normally go to over there. So that means I'm going to have to get out. Oh, what a, what a podcast. This is podcast history, ladies and gentlemen. Today's worldwide broadcast is going to be abruptly short. Oh, yeah, there's a chain. So, yeah, it's definitely locked. All right. See ya, High Pass Road.
fine. Whatever. Okay, so we'll, oh, now I'm uh, backing up in my truck. Ooh, I'm not looking at the road. Hey. So I'm going to try and turn around. So the whole plan on this was to go up this road and then uh, go down to this like little open basin area and then you take a right and then you go up another road that's a little tighter and then uh, you kind of pull over to this area where you find uh, some ferns and furs and mushrooms and stuff. So that's where I was going, but there's this uh, forest service gate, I guess that, um, you know, for the public safety. Ends up getting shot in the winter time. Uh, so I'm doing a little turnaround. And I gotta go around. So I guess it's like back down to Ferguson. Is that right? Interesting. Well, it's good that I found this out. I guess that's the kind of reconnaissance that this trip is gonna be for. So I'll probably arrive at the Sean Trail Field a little later. Um, but shoot, what were we talking about? Networking, advertising, punctuated equilibrium. I think that's where we were last. Uh, punctuated equilibrium, uh, idea in evolution stuff. Things all happen at the same time. Some things work better to make changes than others. I was trying to figure that same idea into advertising some of my content on Facebook. So if I'm taking my Facebook page and I'm trying to put that piece of content and boost it for let's say like 15 bucks, it seems like about $5 a per thousand people to see it. So 15 bucks seems to get you about 1,500 people to see it. I think I paid a little over 20, maybe 25, and I got nearly 3,000 people, 3,000 impressions of that piece of content. And it really responded well in that, or relevancy to, uh, to its market and stuff. So I'm gonna try and figure a way to put more behind that. I think that like the one of the, the best or the most possible ways to, to build a business or to build an audience of people that are gonna participate in your business in the future is really gonna be through Facebook ads, at least as it stands right now and with the, the current environment of the internet, of advertising, of the way marketing stuff works. I, I wouldn't buy Google AdWords, let's say, to, uh, to market my business. I'd definitely put it in to Facebook and Instagram, really. But those, those are the places that seem to work the best, but it, it really seems to be more targeted on Facebook. I was surprised, this is another thing that surprised me when I was looking at the, the metrics of the Facebook advertisements that I was running. It was like 95% deep, like 90s, was on mobile. I didn't really understand that all of the Facebook feed was viewed on mobile. All the impressions that I seem to get for, for the photographs that I have are on mobile devices. I would have thought that still a decent amount of the, the Facebook share would have been on the desktop and I think it's really only like me. <laughs> I think uh, I think my my stuff is or you know like uh, my view of my page is the only stuff that still comes up on PC. Probably I don't know my parents or something. <laughs> it's uh, yeah it doesn't seem like there's really much traction there on the desktop at all. And I remember a few years ago that was sort of the big complaint or the big um, worry with Facebook and its algorithm and when they were trying to make up all those changes kind of in the 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15 era where, uh, where Facebook seemed like it was on a bit of a dip and then now it really seems like it's kind of kind of in control uh, at least as shaky as uh, the social media stuff can go I mean what is Twitter on sturdy ground is LinkedIn really on sturdy ground or just you know no not really so 
don't know. We'll see what uh, happens in the many years ahead. But uh, it's cool right now. Yeah, working on the Facebook page stuff. Probably like everybody's known for a long time. It's a good way to build your business. Uh, LinkedIn stuff. Trying to connect. Trying to do more networking. I'm trying to email people right now that I have connected with it. And then uh, try and like send them some stuff, some information. Or, or you know, just trying to like get a hold of them and do uh, some little phone call chats to try and get to know each other. I've got a couple of those set up this week. But it's like with insurance people and financial uh, planners and agents and stuff. So I don't know, find people to talk to and uh, definitely interested in trying to get some information at least about that and about some stuff related to that. But that was part of it. I'm trying to think of if I want to be a photographer, like what's the other stuff that I have to outsource, right? Like bookkeeping, accounting, just things like that like how, how how do I effectively process my taxes do I need to do that all on my own do I need to pay someone 200 bucks that can be kind of in my corner and help me out or uh, you know do I need a lawyer on retainer I've always wanted that I can't really afford that kind of expense uh, for, it to, for it to be any kind of peace of mind to me but I've always wanted a, a lawyer on retainer who can I call hey lawyer but I don't really end up in that much legal trouble. I figured, though, as a photographer, I probably need some kind of insurance. Well, uh, but some, some kind of insurance, some kind of equipment insurance, uh, but really just some kind of on-site insurance that ensures me to be uh, a worker in a workplace, uh, you know, on a work site. And I've heard that before for a lot of independent contractors that that's a necessary part. Uh, like a friend of mine that does construction stuff, building yeah like he he works for somebody but I think like still has to have his insurance to uh, participate on a work site which is kind of a weird thing we might come in and do something specialized I guess I don't know. Uh, so uh, yeah it's come up a few times for me in the past like uh, when I was doing some of the some stuff for the fair that had come up like hey we gonna need you to be insured to be out here for some amount I don't know if I trip over a fair ride and it, the fair ride falls over I'd be liable I guess so Somebody's got to get sued <laughs> or, or insured, I guess. Um, but yeah, probably most everything that I'm going to be talking about today on this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I probably have some content coming up on Instagram. You can check out the podcast, the feed. You can check out the photos. I'm trying to work on a new gallery over there, all at BillyNewmanPhoto.com. And I think that should be just about everything. If you're a listener and you want to network with me, uh, shoot, go through my website and let's talk sometime. I want to talk to people. So that should be just about everything for this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Talk to you again next time.